It's February 14th, and this is the Cream City Pacers Weekly Rundown. Hey, Cream City. Happy Valentine's Day. Apostoli, happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Happy Valentine's Day, Alex. I brought you some heart-shaped chocolates. I hope you enjoy them. I I cut an orange you for did, you, you in, in the shape an of, an, of, a, of a heart. It kind of looks like a heart now since we've ate some pieces. Exactly. What That was a part of the plan, sir. We should have ordered a heart-shaped pizza. Who, what? Who makes a heart-shaped pizza? Yeah, so Christine and I were just talking about this. Papa John's, you can order you can order heart-shaped pizza for that Valentine's Papa John Day. sure knows about good loving. <laughs> Have you watched any of his videos where, where he has this, where he involves his family? Like leave the kids out of this, man. Have you have you seen you know the ones I'm talking about? I've probably seen it. He, but where I'm, the kids open the door and they're super awkward because they're kids. And yeah. you're making them go live for you for your for the benefit of your company, exploiting the kids. It's not right. Yeah, I I guess if that's how you feel about that. But this heart shaped pizza does look pretty good on their website. Speaking of Valentine's Day, the Milwaukee running group started this Tuesday run and they sometimes do fun routes. Now I know for the new year, they ran a route that spelt out 2020. So what they did on Tuesday is they ran a route that spelt out love and then finished it with a heart. Okay. I'm looking at the photo right now. Okay, I can, I can see the L. The L. Here, it's right here. Look. So oh, wow. Looking yeah, that at says this. Louis. All right, let's... Just... Yeah, no, that's 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 great. Yeah, I'm, that, that, I'm totally that, teasing, that was a but... good route. Good. I think uh, Richard and... Um, what is what is the thing right above it? We should put this in the show notes. By the way, people should. That's it's, that's it's super a, cool. That's here heart. in Milwaukee. It's a heart. You can run. What oh, is hard? It's like a heart, but it just you got to take streets. So wow, I think they did a good yes. job. It looked cool. Good if job. You, Whose idea was this? Was this Patrick? Patrick was involved. Uh, no, Richard and Emily. They run Richard. the Tuesday runs out in Tosa, and I think they came up with this creative idea. So oh, nice. And maybe I'm giving credit to the wrong people, but so I know Cream that they City lead Pacer the run. listeners. Are you able to replicate that in your neighborhood? Should we send spell us, send out? Us, we should yeah. spell out like CCP. CCP. Yes. All right. Jinx. All, right, All right. I'll get a run in soon and spell out CCP. And then we can. Uh, That's an easy one. Yeah. Well, you're probably going to judge it somehow. So I have to make it perfect. That's not a V. That's a U. That says Louie. <laughs> All right. Back to my notes. I lost my spot. <clears throat> All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another weekly rundown. Hey, if you're new to this, by now, if you've been listening, this is our fifth one. So if you're new, we drop these every Friday, and we use this time to talk about what's happening in the Milwaukee running scene on a real-time stream. We talk about what's happening with upcoming races, and we talk about relevant topics like heart-shaped pizza on Valentine's Day. Uh, And always, I'm joined by my friend and producer of the show, Apostoli. Hello. So our running joke right now is, are you back to running yet? Um, Yes. I am. So those of you who I are just, new, I opposite, just ran right before this. You actually ran like I, I met ran. you. I got out of my car and you were running. Yes. To, to meet me. Mm-hmm. That's Come awesome. So you're back. Uh, yeah, Today I'm back. I'm back. I ran 1.26 miles and I, and I ran up the stairs. A six mile? floors. It's six. I actually ran up the stairs. Six floors. And it's big floors. You know, look at these ceilings. There's... Giannis Antetokounmpo cannot touch these ceilings. They're so high. So it's it's almost like 10 floors of going up stairs 
running and 1.26 miles. Do you feel better after this run like you did when you finished that hike in Yosemite? Well, there were there were other things involved in that hike, right? I was with my fiance, and it, you know, there were there were other emotions climbing up to the top of a mountain, looking at the beautiful view. So, it's I can't compare that. I climbed up these stairs to come and meet you, so <laughs> and do a podcast. So it's 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 great feelings. Both of them are great feelings, just different different. Uh, spectrums tough love on valentine's day i feel like i'm getting the short end of the stick on this one that's okay (laughs) but yeah but but it was again i think a few episodes ago i said that one mile is better than no mile and i stand behind it so yeah i ran two miles the other day that's all we could get in came home late we had hit bedtime so we got in two miles and it was great that's perfect how's training going by the way hey thanks for asking so last week I tried Alex is, to, by the way Alex is training for the Milwaukee Marathon in April yes training in a way I guess Christina reminds me every day that I'm not training hard enough which she's not wrong with but that's training Christina too she's much better than that's true than you and all of she's us she's much better with all that yeah yeah training in the in this like winter sucks so everyone who runs spring marathons and does really well so much kudos to you but anyways the other weekend I went out for a long run was going to do 17, got to like six and realized I was in no shape to get anywhere near 17. So did 10 still. But on Sunday, I went out and it was snowy and wet and cold. And I got 18 miles in and it felt great. I'm a little disappointed because my watch said, um, my watch died. So I used Strava on my phone. So I was only checking it every once in a while because it was so cold out. Um, and I was just kind of running. I live in Whitefish Bay. So it's just kind of like, I know the area. So it's like, you know, three miles out. If I run this way, I should be at five. Um, so the whole time I was thought I was at this good distance. I'm like, well, if I turn around and go home, I'll hit 20 and a half miles. That's great. I get home. I was like 20 and a half. This is great. Farther than I wanted to. And then I look at the pace and it said 830. And I'm I'm not that fast. I was definitely running like 930s, 10s and snowing. It was miserable out. And I was like, something's wrong here. It was set to bike mode. Must have not have like auto pause. I went into performance running outfitters to get some gels because I didn't have any left on me. So I, my thing is on these long runs is I need to like break it up. So I go in to somewhere and get stuff. So mm-hmm. like help break it up. And I don't know what happened, but the my Strava was way ahead of me. So after I recalculated and mapped it out, it was only 18. So like, I'm a little disappointed, but shouldn't be. But I had a bad week the other week, so I had a good week. So, hey, but anyways, it was great. So, woohoo. Switching topics a little bit. Next week, February uh, 20th, which is a Thursday, uh, I will be representing the Cream City Pacers at the East Town Coffee Connections, hosted by East Town Association. So the company I work at, Go Get It Marketing and Media, uh, Richie, the owner of it, is leading a panel about podcasting. Um, it, the title is MKEing, MKEing Media, Crowd-Pleasing Podcast. And Richie's leading it. And then it's going to be me with the Cream City Pacers. Um, 
David, who's the co-creator of the Business Journal podcast, Lori Frederick, who's the host of On Milwaukee's Food Crush podcast, which I work with them. They're great. And then Niels Parker, who is a New York Times bestselling author. So if you're around next Thursday, come check us out. Um, we'll post something on our page for you to check it out. It's like 7.30 to 9 at the Marcus Performing Arts Center, which is on Water Street. So come join us for a conversation. And as a Valentine's Day treat, I'll bring a bunch of Cream City Pacer stickers. So if you come and come find me after, I'll give you a sticker. Heart-shaped? They're not heart-shaped. They're circle-shaped. But anyways, that should be fun. I'm exciting. Let's see here. We talked about my marathon training. Good. Got my personal plug in on this one. No races happened last weekend. What races are this weekend? So we've been talking about this for weeks. There's like no races in February, but they're all this weekend. So it's finally here. All the races, if you're listening to this on Friday, the Pettit Indoor Marathon, uh, what do they call it? The Pettit Indoor Marathon Relay is started. It's all weekend. I still don't understand the concept of it, but there's halves, there's fulls, there's team relays. So uh, go go participate in that or go can watch. Go, can we go watch? We should go watch. Yeah, we should go watch one of them. Oh, kind of figure it out. Yeah. Get the deets. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, it's Valentine's Day weekend, so the Cupid Shuffle Winter Run Series, race number five is happening. That is on Sunday up in Glendale. There's the Coco Classic 5K, which now thinking of that, I get it that it's cold, but it should be like it should be like the Cupid Shuffle 5K. Like I think they dropped the ball on that. That should have been like January. Hmm. You know what I mean? And it didn't come to me till now. I think that's bad branding on the name race. What the Coco? Yeah, it's Valentine's what Day. What does weekend. Coco mean? Like hot chocolate, Coco. I thought I asked you last time if it's C-O-C-A, which is how you spell Coco, and you said, no, it's C-O-C-O. I could. That's my notes. Maybe I just can't spell. Let me see. Oh, it is Coco with an A at the end. My notes were just wrong. Did did we say that on the air? Yeah. And I've been thinking about why why it's Coco. There's Coco the gorilla. I thought it was related to Coco. No, like... Because there's the Samson stomp, and now there's the Coco run. No, Coco like hot chocolate. (laughs) Because waiting for you at the finish line is hot chocolate and chocolate-covered pretzels. Oh, man. Mm. Isn't that what Patrick drinks? That was the first ever episode of Queen City Pacers. And we asked him what his favorite post-run meal is. Oh, like recovery meal. Yeah, that was like one of our original questions that we (laughs) We used to ask people. Well, we discontinued it because... Patrick said hot chocolate, and that's no, not no, no, really chocolate me. milk, chocolate milk. Because I know, like after. <laughs> so we'll see Patrick Beezer. I think at the we, Coco Run. I think we asked someone else that, and they were just like they didn't have an answer. And then we were like, maybe this is just a bad question. We should get rid of it, and we replaced it with something else. Anyways, um, so yeah, there's a lot of races going on this weekend. Oh, and we forgot about the fun one. Uh, it's the 24th annual Stephen Cullen Healthy Heart Race, which is on Saturday in Tosa. It's a competitive 8K, and then there's a two-mile fun run slash walk. Now, looking ahead at the rest of February, again, there's not too many races in February, but there is the flannel 5K and 10K, which is out in Menominee Falls. But reading the rules, it doesn't say you have to wear a flannel, but I recommend if you're going to run the race, it's February 22nd, you should wear a flannel since it's kind of a part of the the name. Uh, So that looks like it should be fun. There's free hot chocolate afterwards and an interesting kicker. This is put on, um, I think, I actually don't know. This is Silver Circle Sport Events. Um, It's part of their winter run series concept but they have this average joe medal so 
I'm going to read this off their website. At the Silver Circle Sports Events 5K, we will award the Average Joe and Jane Award. The award goes to the male and female that finish exactly in the middle of their division, um, and they'll receive a super sexy Average Joe, Average Jane shirt and flowers. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Super sexy. That almost seems like it's not super sexy, and it's kind of supposed to be funny. You know, hmm. Hmm. if you have been awarded the average Joe or Jane award, please let us know and send us a photo of your shirt. We need to know if it's super sexy. <laughs> All right, cool. Now on to the main topic this week. We are relating our topic back to the heart because it's Valentine's Day and it all revolves around the heart. Would you say that's yes. accurate? I would. Yeah. Now that you say that, that's a good idea. Alex. Yeah, I think it's a great <laughs> idea. I was actually wanted to do like five best gifts to give your lover on Valentine's Day, like running gifts, but <laughs> I've been sh- was shot down by multiple people. So uh, um, we're not giving any gift I w- gift ideas away. So, what is the most romantic running gift you could give? So how about just r- uh, running gift? Did I stop yeah. you? What What is the the most romantic Valentine's? running gift you can give so that's a really good question and while i think about an answer i'm going to talk about something else like a good politician when you google that it's all just normal running gear but pink oh come on <laughs> like friends do to each the, other your female partner but but this yeah well, you give gifts to your friends so here's the, Valentine's the best gift you could give on valentine's day uh-huh. to your significant other is or, your time or your friend that has to do with running, okay. I would say, is a watch. Because they're not expecting it. It's something they're going to use forever, and they're always going to remember you got it for them. What makes it romantic, though? No one's like, expect like you expect that as like a birthday gift or a Christmas gift, right? Like a bigger thing. How about this? So it makes and it feel romantic. Feel free to do this, okay? If you're listening today, take this idea and run with it, Okay. Because I didn't make any plans for today. Because somebody told me they don't care about Valentine's Day. And I fell for it. So here's what you do if you made no plans. Because guess what? There's an, the only thing that you could do for food for Valentine's Day at this point, if you haven't made a reservation anywhere, is to get a Papa John's heart-shaped <laughs> pizza. pizza. This is what you should do. You should go on a trail. Go ahead of time to a trail make sure that your significant other does not listen to this podcast so they don't know anything about this podcast so they don't think that you got this idea here go on a trail wait just hear me out go on a trail here in milwaukee somewhere and go and hide something at some spot some romantic i don't care if it's balloons i don't care whatever you'd like to do for you for your a watch a watch (laughs) i don't i don't know if you should leave a watch because just let me finish and then and then you tell your lover, hey, let's go for a run. Come on, Valentine. Put on your tell shoes, your Valentine. We're going for a run. We're going for a run. It's That's Friday romantic. Night. It's Friday night. And then you go and you run and you're like, oh, let's take this route. And then you go and you get to that point where you planted the thing and you're like, ah, oh, let me just rest for a second. Whoa, what's, what's that over there? And they're like, oh, it's nothing. No, 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 there's something there. It's like, come on, we gotta go. Like, oh, it's getting dark. 
and then you make your go out there and see what that is and they discovered that is oh wow somebody forgot these valentine's gifts here whoa it's my name on it and or that not. is a way to do some romantic with uh running on on valentine's day take it a run run with it take it no pun intended run with this idea all right here's here's the child alex coming out to make this better make sure there are six balloons you each strap three around you and now this is like Mario Kart battle. So you have to play Mario Kart to know this. You have to pop each other's balloons. So then it's a race back to wherever you started. And whoever has the most balloons left wins and gets the majority of the heart-shaped pizza. And then you just beat up for the rest of the night. You want to save some energy. I would like to think that... We need a little more energy saved for that. the rest of the night. I would like it to be a jog back. There's a lot of things to do when you get back home. It's going to be a cold night. Alex. <laughs> Child Alex. This is a PG podcast. <laughs> and I think you're going a little PG-13 on us right now. All right. So heart. The heart. That's, that's one of the key things in running. The heart. And it's Valentine's Day. So what do you... What do you what is related to the heart with running? Heart rate monitors. Heart, heart rate, rate training. Heart rate monitors. It's crazy that different, like, different, you can, the like, technology get out of your watch. on your wrist for like the watches has like gone up in like tremendous amounts. Like they used to have them a few years ago and they weren't that good. But I know the newer watches have them. And My niece has a Fitbit for children that has a heart rate monitor. It's like yeah. crazy. Everybody got. Oh, everybody has one right now. I mean, the best ones still are the straps around the chest. They are. They're the most accurate. They're always giving you the live updates of what's going on. Um, where I believe the watches are more <clears throat> kind of inconsistent, it's, but more instant look, like instant looks, not instant like, but like spaced out looks. Wow, I can't describe that. Anyways, I'm just gonna keep going. Readings. Space out so I don't use a heart rate monitor. I've never used one. Um, some of my really good friends who I've run and trained with um, did heart rate monitor, like heart rate training, right? Using John Gamrat. Monitors. We, John Gamrat. John Gamrat is a good example. Yeah, he was the first one. Um, when I first got into running, when we both got into running, it was like running super slow. Like I, when I was for my first half marathon, I remember like doing my like first eight miler out of it, and like I was running like ten thirties. Which is like, that was like slow for me now, whatever. That's it all irrelevant to everyone. But, and John's like, I'll go out with you for a run. And I was like, what? Why are you running? Like, you are an Iron Man, dude. <laughs> and he's like, I'm doing heart rate monitor training or heart rate training, whatever you call it. It's so boring. It and so boring. The concept you... of it is interesting. So, most of you are probably familiar with this, but we'll do our best to kind of frame it up. So, when you train, when you a lot of your programs that you train marathons or half marathons for base a lot of your um, tempos and track workouts based on like what your marathon goal is, and then you follow a plan that's like you're going to run this track workout at this pace and your tempos at th this pace, or hey, you're going to do it at a five k, five k race pace or ten k uh, race pace, right? So it's like based on times, past times, previous times. But the whole point of the heart rate monitor is to run within your different zones. Mm -hmm. Which are usually calculated by your age, right? Yeah, there's a couple different ways. I think like the rule of thumb is you take like two, 220 minus your age. 
Um, they so also have two, where you put the heart rate monitor on and go run, I want to say two miles or like four laps as hard as you can consistently around the track. And then based on that, you use a chart that kind of tells you your different heart rates for zones. So then what there are, there's, there's like four different zones um, for your heart your heart rate. Yeah. Depends. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's the blue, the green, the, the orange, and the red. And then based on the different zones is where your heart rate is. So so-and-so to so-and-so is in the yellow, and then this number to this number is in the orange, right? And then you base your training program around that. So your easy days, your heart rate should be on the lower end, and your intervals and track workouts should be on the higher end. So now you are training based on really your heart, your heart zones, and it's like effective training. But to get there, and you've experienced this, you run very very slow when you start doing it because oh, you have to build the base for your yes. heart right you have to build the base because what you're not used to is you go out and say you run 10 miles and say on average you can do it in eight minutes per mile right but if you're looking at like heart rate training you really that's probably too fast for you because you might be trash for like three days so then like your next say that was a saturday and then you have a track workout on tuesday your body's actually trash and it's not ready for it so if you're going off the heart rate base maybe you're actually should be doing those at 8 30 because that's like you're in the heart rate zone for that in the orange for example but there's so many variables that you have to consider right it's what you what you eat what you have eaten how tired you are so 8 30 might be a lot easier, a lot harder, depending on all these other factors. And your heart rate could be different at an 8.30 pace um, if you haven't, like, for example, you if you didn't yeah, because- sleep enough or if you didn't eat right or if you're stressed at work, maybe the, an 8.30 pace is uh, gets your heart rate a lot higher. You see, you're a lot than, more... So it, it's, it's harder to... When, when it's heart rate-based... You just know, okay, that's where it should be because that's where my heart can handle. But, but again, the the hardest thing that people, uh, the thing that people struggle with the most, including myself, with heart rate training was that building that baseline. They make you, they say you should do it for a month or two, or you run super slow every day. And one and we all know one of the reasons we run is when we get that rush. And you don't really get that rush unless you fight for it. You struggle. Unless you're going for like an insanely long distance, like a a really long run, or you like switched over to like trail running and now you're doing... Now again, it's super boring. You go super (laughs) slow for 10 miles. To each their own. To each their own. But no, that's true. Especially when you're used to running things probably a little bit faster. When you start this, it's like a, a hit in the face of like, well, this is way slower. But here's another thing you can do with related to the heart. And it's a different thing. It's a little newer because it's, it's research still going on about it. It's the heart rate variability training. And that involves the variations in the time between each heartbeat. So instead of, you could have somebody, for example, you can have 60 beats per minute and every single second there's a a beat right every second so there's no variation there's very low variation right or you could have somebody that goes 
like very fast heartbeats and then it slows down within that minute and then overall you might still have 60 beats per minute but the variations that high variation mm -hmm. is something that they say that you should strive for in many contexts so building a high variability between your heartbeats is a good thing and basically what happens is when you breathe in your heart rate speeds up a lot and when you breathe out it slows down so you want to have like those deep breaths in deep breaths out it's such a big subject and we can't really go into it it'd be a whole episode or five of them one way you can utilize and everybody here can utilize hrv training in your like in our like just simple lives because we're not athletes like most of us are not high-end athletes that take these metrics and have somebody analyze them for us uh, you can buy a very simple heart rate monitor by Polar mm -hmm. on um, on Amazon and use it with this app called Elite HRV, free app. Every morning, you strap that thing on. First thing you do in the morning before you've had any exposure to anything, any stressors, any, um, any caffeine, anything. Just the first thing, as soon as you get out of bed, you measure in two minutes. It takes two minutes to measure the variability in the morning. And you build a baseline every morning. Uh, it, it compares last days and how you've been doing lately. And based on that, it gives you a little score out of 10 where it tells you where you are and, it's, and you start seeing the patterns. And typically it has to do with how much you slept, how much you worked out the previous day, um, uh, how long you slept, if you had any alcohol. So there's all these things that can affect HRV. And based on that, it tells you, okay, so your heart rate variability today is very high and we think you should train harder today. Or uh, we think you should... And when you, you say... Should, you, we think you should recover today because you're really not... Your heart rate variability is not that, um, not that great. When you say we... Do you mean like the app's telling you this? Like they're calculating it for you? Yes, through, exactly. Through this and yeah. it's the algorithm's it's very similar. telling yeah. you. Yeah, every, just two minutes a day. Hmm. Two minutes every morning. And I've been doing this for a while. And granted, as everybody knows on this podcast, if you're listening to the weekly rundowns, I have been running that much because of just being extremely business with work, busy with work. Um, but it helps me even in my life. And HRV is a great way to... For example, if I'm if it tells me that hey you are very parasympathetic today, or you're very sympathetic, and there's again we could go on for hours about what parasympathetic and sympathetic uh, systems in the brain are, but um, basically it knowing what it tells you, you can. There's some days that I I say okay today I it give it it gave it gave me a score. Uh, and I know that I shouldn't be taking, I shouldn't be making any big decisions today. So or I should, like I should, totally I should lifestyle stuff. It like could, this helps you. I mean, it helps you. It can help you with training, but it also is like for your life in general, your life, daily stuff. It, it's very big. Josh Waitskin, who's the uh, inspiration for searching for Bobby Fischer and also like a world champion in some martial art, uh, Tai Chi push hands or something like that. Uh, he's he's a big coach and he supposedly he coaches some of the biggest leaders in the world. Doesn't really release who he coaches, but he uses HRV on all his people. And he says it's a 
game changer for improving yourself and your life. So definitely something to look into this Valentine's Day. I think that's the most romantic. <laughs> if you have gift. nobody, yeah, that, there you go. Just get 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 an HRV polar or more heart like rate for yourself. This sounds great. Yeah, love yourself. That's your Valentine. That should always be your Valentine every year. Uh, well, I'm gonna say this: self care every day for yourself is the most important. If you can't care for yourself, it's hard to care for others. So, the Valentine's Valentine's Day is a day for loving and people around you. Well, that was great. Apostoli, you just dropped some hot knowledge about the heart. Um, hey, everyone, we just dropped a podcast this week, uh, episode 15 with Sarah Hauer. Uh, she's a journalist at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and the mastermind behind her weekly BMKE newsletter. And the podcast is great. If you haven't listened to it, I don't want to give too many details away. So go listen. Do you want to give a detail away, Apostoli? No. Go listen. Otherwise, until next Friday, keep on running.